0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now we've all heard about Airbnb and its impact on the housing market. Airbnb Actually, the idea the, the idea from Airbnb was a very clever one. This guy, These two guys called Brian and Joe were housemates, apartment mates. And they had two airbeds, which they inflated, and they offered a room in their apartment as an airbed and breakfast. Airbed and breakfast. And that's where the term Airbnb came from. And they made a couple of quid off it. In fact, they made $13.8 billion of it. But it's a short-term list. It's a very effective system. You get a good rate. But it's causing problems with housing. Ellie born of the Tripondreshine blog. Ellie, you've been looking into this. And Airbnb was a wonderful idea. And some people use it all the time when they go in a holiday or a long weekend or something. But it's causing a problem. Good morning.
1: Good morning, PJ. Thanks very much for having me on. Yeah, so, um, uh, I mean, I suppose one of the things that my recent article highlighted was just that it is having a big impact on available housing stock because people who would otherwise be renting the house out in long-term letting are now opting to, because it's more profitable and they have, get good control over who's in the house and that type of thing, are opting to Airbnb their homes instead. And then you can see this corresponding impact on the housing stock. Can I just say, though, that Machine is not a blog. It's a Substack newsletter. Okay. So it's a, an, it's a Substack newsletter for Cork City and County. And every week we publish a long read, which is like a long, normally investigative piece about something that's happening in Cork City and County.
2: Excellent. I stand corrected and educated and really appreciated, Ellie. So you you've you've been looking into the 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 situation in Cork City. Now there's another platform called VRBO, but between it and Airbnb there's nearly
1: sixteen hundred properties yeah that's I mean I just when I started doing this this work I just my mind was just blown so basically um, I used this platform called AirDNA which is actually a tool investors use to figure out where they should scoop up properties to use as Airbnbs and they give kind of like um, live like data taken from the Airbnb website and from Verbo, which is would be like a much smaller platform mm. and they so you can look at their figures. So on the day that I looked, which was last week, there were 1,548 active properties being advertised in Cork City and County. That About 98% of those are Airbnb. So the other platform, uh, Verbo, is a much smaller mm-hmm. uh, platform, but 1,548. Then I went to Daft and there were 62 properties if for a long-term letting in all of Cork City and County on the same day. Righty. So, I mean, that's telling us that there is a trend there, that it is more profitable and, uh, you know, just people are preferring to put their properties on Airbnb than to uh, provide long-term letting. And there is a knock-on impact there. I interviewed uh, Adele Conlon from Threshold for my article. Threshold is the tenants' rights uh, NGO, you know yes and they've been highlighting this issue for a long time and in fact i used their 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 methodology they kind of put me on to air dna but because they because they did a poster i think it was with with data from air dna from december and obviously airbnb is seasonal and so um that the, at that point there were ten times the number of properties uh, on Airbnb as there are um, on Daft. But yeah. now that's gone up because obviously it's springtime, so a lot of rentals are or a lot of short-term lettings are opening back up. Again. No,
2: there's nothing illegal whatsoever, is there, about putting that extra room of yours or even that <laughs> other house of yours up on Airbnb? <laughs> it's it's your property to do with as you please. Or am I wrong? Okay, so
1: you might be wrong, yeah. Okay. So in 2019, so the government has recognised that this is a problem for quite a while, and we've had, uh, you know, uh, some Cork-based politicians. So I interviewed Senator Tim Lombard, but also uh, Councillor Olin Ring would be another person that's been highlighting this issue. So in 2019, uh, they changed this law, and they made it so that, and this is national, but it's in Cork, this is... This is uh, looked after by Cork City Council and Cork County Council. So a person who is going to be short term letting their property for more than 90 days in any given year has to apply for change of use planning permission because they're no longer operating a residential property, it's a commercial property. So that law came in in 2019. So the other thing that I did was I got onto Cork City Council and Cork County Council, and I asked them what the uptake of these planning permissions has been. And Cork City Council told me that they've only had four relevant change of use applications in the three years since. Four? Four. So, At Cork County, there's been a few more, obviously, I think places like West Cork now, there'd be more people doing this on a professional basis, you know. Yeah. So overall, between city and county, county so remember that there are 1,548 active properties. There have been 51 change of use planning applications in city and county, and Cork County Council has granted right. 19 of these.
2: So... Let's ask a bit. Here's how simple the question can be. I have a granny flat, right? Yeah. And I could rent that granny. It's standalone. I could rent that granny flat long term to a tenant. And there are tax breaks for doing so. At least there were. Or I can get into the Airbnb game and I can, I can nice position, nice, nice location, maybe in the city center. I can rent it out for 50, 60 quid a night or short term lets. Um, If I haven't applied to change the use of that granny flat, am I breaking the law?
1: Only if you're going to do it for more than 90 days. So I think it's quite a reasonable law, actually, because another I spoke to a lovely woman called Grace Healy for my article as well. And she'd be really that original idea of Airbnb that, you know, the odd weekend you make an extra couple of bob and you welcome someone to your home and the 90 day rule means that you can still do that. So really what that's trying to do, because the huge problem here is that we now have a situation where investors and professional companies essentially are coming in on the act. So they're actually scooping up properties. They're buying properties for the purposes of this type of letting. So, I mean, it makes total sense from that point of view. So, again, to go back to your question about the granny flat, if you just wanted to do that the odd time for a couple of weekends over the summer or something like that, you'd be grand. It's if you're doing it for more than 90 days in a given year.
2: No. So then, obviously,
1: of course, of that people, of those people, those 1,548, there are plenty of what are called home sharers. There are plenty of people in that who are literally, I called it digital egg money in the article, who are literally just adding a little bit. They happen to be lucky enough to have a spare room in their house. Of course, that's grand. Do you know what I mean? But it's really this idea. And I mean, Tim Lombard now, Kinsale is in his his electoral area. Kinsale... Yeah, Kinsale is suffering with this. He was telling me about people who have eight houses, five houses, those types of numbers, and they're empty for the majority of the year because Mm. it's only worthwhile. So they'll rent it, they'll let them out short-term letting for four or five months over the high season in the summer. And then they'll shut up shop and then they'll be empty for the winter. So it's also a vacancy problem. And Kinsale, I mean, there's young families who are from Kinsale that have to move really far away and can no longer live close to their parents or what have you and are paying for fuel to get to childcare and all of this type of stuff. And this is having an impact for sure. And Senator Lombard was pretty, pretty adamant about that point. Ellie, what's to be done? Well, I mean, I think there there is a change coming. I think that in 2023, um, uh, fall to Ireland are going to be responsible for a registration system. But everybody I spoke to for my article said it can't be done anymore on the kind of self-regulation the way that the self-regulation thing has been working. It's just not working out. Mm. Like pe- You're asking people to self-report themselves, and my uh, investigation that went out on Tripandrashin last Thursday really does prove that that's not happening. Okay. Uh, and the other thing that's really important to remember is that Airbnb is a massive multinational yeah. that gets a cut of the profit every time one of these rentals happens, and they don't ask... For any type of certification oh. or any proof that you're in line with the local authority, uh, when you at the point I, I
0: at guess which they're
2: you dealing with legal systems that are different the world over, so there's no point in them asking for that. Really, they don't, no. Sh- they Scotland don't have to has care. brought
1: in legi- legislation. If you're in if you're in Scotland and you're Airbnb,ing you have to upload uh, the the relevant documents. Okay. There's no reason at all why they can't be pushed to do it, and they were totally non responsive, okay. like the fact that we have such a large entity that's actually changing the pattern of our lives and impacting on our housing stock. And I got one response to a press query and it was like a laugh. It was actually like a joke. So, I mean, I think the anonymity and the lack of transparency around these huge entities, that's a whole other issue. And that's an issue that government has to tackle.
2: Finally, Ellie, and uh, you you may know this, are there certain parts of the world where whole blocks of a city for example like if you were to take the central island of Cork are there parts of the world where you actually can't do Airbnb on the city's central Ireland, island
1: Island, um, I'm not 100% sure of that I didn't really because I know that um, a lot of European cities, you know, the ones that would be the real kind of city break destinations, yeah. or you know, the real historic with the beautiful Paris, old towns Rome, and that, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: Barcelona. They
1: yeah. they've done. There's been a lot of protests. I've definitely been in cities where they've been calling out for legal changes. So I think that if there isn't a, a crackdown, a full crackdown, and I wouldn't want there to for it to be made illegal or anything. I mean it's great for people who want to, and it's fantastic as a traveller, you know, like it's a really handy platform. Mm.
2: Oh my daughter's been around the world in Airbnb, doesn't it? I mean, she loves it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a great platform from that point of view, but I just think it's just that, again, our legislation and our government don't keep up with tech and tech can bypass all of our kind of laws and how we want to organise our lives. So I think it's just that type of issue. I'm not 100% sure sure Um, you know, about the status, uh, you know, okay. when it comes to so, what other European cities well, are doing, the, apart the, from Scotland.
2: The figures are stark that we have 1,548 active properties, 90 on, would we'll say, Airbnb, and we've only had. <laughs> Less than a half a dozen change of use applications granted by the council. I think that tells its yep. own story. Ellie, thank you. Ellie Oborn, Trypandresheen. It's a Substack platform. I thought it was a blog. I stand educated and they're a weekly long read. You'll find them, trypandresheen.substack.com. Quartz 96 FM.
1: Selling a little or a lot?